0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Smarks and Marks all over the world. Grab a seat or take it easy huh, on your feet. As we set up our gear, lend us your ear. Because your boys, King Mac Millie and Jake Classic are about to put on some podcast action. So get psyched and turn to the Smart Side. Huh. cause Smart Psychology Podcast starts now. Chicky, chicky, yeah, chicky, yeah. Wait a minute, hold up. Chicky, 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 yeah. I <laughs> oh, feel so much better, though. You feel so much better, though. You yeah. hear the echo. So, so you already ready ready. know what it is. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. King hey, Mac Dynamite Show. Smart Psychology episode. Number 19. Yeah, baby. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all already know who it is on the audio side before y'all. Visually, let me go ahead and drop this thing. Hello. Hey, hey. It is me. It is I. It is King. Mac Millie, indeed, indeed, all by Mike Lonesome today. And we got a little bit of AEW dynamite to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Some things happened or some things did not happen. Everything Everything in between. So as y'all coming in, y'all already know what what to do. Go ahead and and shed a stain. Where, everywhere, 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 wherever you at on YouTube. On Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, all of those sweet, sweet, wonderful places. But uh, in case y'all don't know who y'all listening to, it is the value that allows you the opportunity to work with me, ching, ching, hear ye, hear ye. It is the king, Matt, Millie, back at you again, back at you again. As y'all jumping in, make sure y'all drop me a comment, let me know how y'all feeling to Dizay, let me know what's going on for Shiggy for Shizay, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get up in here, and then we're going to get up out of here. Everybody that didn't uh, pass through yesterday, make sure you check out yesterday's episode with PJ Savage, definitely the savage, he speaks on a lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of things, his upcoming how uh, he became to be a savage takeover, J.B.G., all of that, all of that smoke on. Me, y'all go ahead and y'all check out that episode. But for right now, you are here and you are stuck with I, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, as the tune is playing and get ready to this out, you know, I, I guess one would have to, uh, Get the show rolling, get the show started. You know, I did say we're gonna be up in here, we're gonna be up out of here. But you see the money, you see the crown, it's the king. Let's get it in, let's do the damn thing. What we got going on here today? First of all, go ahead and slide this into regular position. Yes, 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 there you go. No more echo. You already know what it is. It ain't too many days that I can use the echo. So I'm guessing that Wednesday just might be that day where I get to do this thing. You know what I'm saying? See my gold, mic. you know, the gold all around. Age of Alexander T-shirt on Hurt Business still exists to me somewhere, someway, somehow. You know what I'm saying? The Crown is chilling. The money is is shining, you know, and we're here for uh, AEW Dynamite. But before we get into AEW Dynamite, you know what I'm saying? I do believe that there may be a little bit of uh, dirt sheet news, unfortunately. It don't look like I see anybody. Oh, shit. Here they go. They can't never just let me rock. Always just. Always the same, most no same. Jesus. You no. Know, you just get kind of used to it and you just walk and then hope that they disappear. There they go. They are gone. Jesus, thank God. But uh, yeah, there she talk. There she talk. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's jump into it. You know, there's a lot of things going on in the dirt sheet, in the dirt sheet. But, you know, we pick a few things out that we find to be interesting to speak on for just a little bit. And uh, to start off, I want to uh, jump into this. Shouts out to Wrestling Inc. They said uh they have a uh article that says Conan opens up about his working relationship with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. And you know it's Wednesday, so you know we gotta get a little bit of dirt sheet going for AEW Dynamite. So this says here, let me go ahead and slide this out the way. Do, 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 do. Where are ye? Here ye is so and it says, bro. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, they're not just professional. They go over and beyond being professional, Conan said. That's very hard to find nowadays. I've never had a problem with him. I've never heard him hating on anybody. I've never heard them say no. Will uh, you need to give me this or I can't lose clean or I can't lose to this guy? They're always going to do what's best for business. That's why to me, when I hear that they have issues with anyone, it's almost like Ray Mysterio, not because he is my boy, but because he's such a kind, gentle soul or somebody like Xbox. If you hear that you've got a problem with them, I know it's not Xbox is more than likely you. That's just the way that it is. Those words coming from K-Dog, Conan, about his relationship with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. And we all know everything that's been going on since the media scrum and CM Punk and everybody being suspended and not around. So, you know, it's very interesting to hear some pleasantries about the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega on that end because we haven't heard it up until then. So shout out to k for throwing that out there Conan Arriba la, la, la you know what I'm saying but uh yeah at, since we're on Kenny and the Young Bucks Ice got to share these uh sold out ugly ass shoes here that the Young Bucks seem to have uh I'm sorry I, I I ain't rocking them I ain't rocking them I I hope to never find them anywhere but I won't be looking for them in the first place but uh Yeah, reports are out that the Young Bucks are killing the sneaker scene yet again, yet again, yet again, yet again. I'm leaving it up so long so y'all can really, really, really get a good look at them shoes. Let me know if y'all like these shoes or not and if y'all wearing these because I'm definitely not. uh, But yeah, there's people out there that are buying them because they're obviously sold out at Champs. And uh, what is being said about those shoes is that the Young Bucks are once again killing the sneaker game. AEW took to Twitter to celebrate the success of the Bucks crossover with Italian sportswear company Diodora. I'm guessing that's how that's pronounced, but y'all know how I am with that. The official Young Bucks and Diodora sneakers were only available through Champ Sports starting Wednesday and sold out well before the end of the day. The Bucks announced a merchandising partnership earlier this month. The Bucks have made sneakerhead culture a part of uh presentation over the course of the last year, even wrestling in Dior Jordan 1s, which I never would have done, but they did it, and uh, bragging about spending more on shoes than the entire NXT roster. The sneaker obsession led to an online feud with uh, WWE's AJ Top Dollar Francis. Shout-outs to Top Dollar. What's going on, bro? Um, The feud even resulted in a diss track by the WWE superstar. While AEW is touting that the Young Bucks merchandising success, the Bucks remain suspended from the company after a violent brawl with former AEW champion CM Punk, as well as Ace Steel and Kenny Omega. Members of the AEW talent relations staff were also involved. The fight was reportedly witnessed by MJF, who had no words to say on it, as well as AEW's legal counsel. Minutes earlier, Punk uh, eviscerated the AEW uh, executive wrestling president during the media scrum after the all out pay-per-view. I have never seen the word eviscerated written out before, and I've never written it myself. Crazy that I'm I'm looking at it for the first time in my life. Crazy. You just hear it a lot, uh, usually matched up with Kane. Anyways, the Bucks have been playfully acknowledging their status in their Twitter bios. The talent relations staffs that were involved in the altercation were Christopher Daniels, Pat Buck, Brandon Cutler, and others have since returned to work. But the futures of Punk, Omega, and the Bucks remain unknown. The Bucks, Omega, and Punk have all been removed from the opening of Dynamite and Rampage, as well as AEW promotional materials. What I did see, I just noticed that uh, during today's episode, that uh, they were not in the opening video. So interesting but yet they still like to report on things being done such as these ugly ass shoes being sold out Jeez, louise who would wear these other than the young bucks i know some of y'all out there gonna wear these i know some of y'all out there got them if y'all got them go ahead and uh, let me know that you got them and i promise not to uh make too much fun of yeah. As we uh, sweep, swap and switch over to some more dirt sheet news that I found particularly interesting, it would have to be the one and only Tyler, 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 Tyler. Tyler. Yes, sir. Tyler Breeze is in the dirt sheet news and he um, hmm, very interesting of what he's in the dirt sheet news about. Interesting enough to me. And it goes to be as said. Let me go ahead and throw that that mug down. There you go. Yes, sir. Tyler Breeze has been announced for upcoming WWE appearance. And for all of y'all who know how I feel about Tyler Breeze, he should have never been released in the first place. Should have never been paired up with Fandango or Fandango, however you pronounce it or whatever. Should have just been boosted up the roster. He's one of NXT's solid, solid, solid workhorses and competitors. But him being mentioned in the same sentence as WWE once again makes me feel good because I've missed Prince Pretty, Prince Pretty tongue twister on my TV screen. But it goes as says after making his return to up, up, down, down earlier this year, it appears former WWE veteran Tyler Breeze is in line for a WWE appearance once again. The company announced via Twitter that Breeze will appear on the next week's episode of The Bump. Breeze was recently released by the company in June of last year after making the move back to NXT in 2019. Since then, he has stayed out of the in-ring action, spending time recovering from lingering injuries and instructing students at the wrestling school. He shares with Sean Spears. Shoutouts to Perfect Ten. Uh Breeze was Breeze was an integral. Part of Xavier Woods is up, up, down, down YouTube channel, most notably for co-hosting the popular battle of the brand series with Woods himself and for taking part in popular live streams in the group known as the Pate. breezes history with uh, WWE dates back to 2010 when he signed with the company and work in their pre-NXT development territory, Florida Championship Wrestling, FCW, coming up with the likes of Woods, Big E, and Seth Rollins. He made the transition from FCW over to NXT in 2012, reinventing himself as an arrogant male model and becoming one of the standouts of the show early days before being eventually called up to the main roster. There he saw middling success, and that's a, a compliment to a certain degree. But his partnership uh, with Fandango, known as Breezango, became a fan favorite act and is still finally remembered today. uh, Just a little bit, I guess, if they want to say that it is unknown if Breeze has signed a full time contract with WWE. And it remains to be seen if he intends on stepping back into the squirrel circle. It is possible that Breeze will address that directly during his upcoming appearance on The Bump. So, ladies and gentlemen. Please, 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 please stay tuned for that, because uh, if Tyler Breeze is coming back, then guess who's all for it? Uh, this guy right here. This guy right here. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So uh, let's see what this is. Ooh, we. ooh my. Somebody ring the alarm. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do you one better as soon as I get down to it, because there is a comment. There is a comment. Uh. There is a comment from one of our favorites. Uh, from one of my favorites. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There it is. And I'm sure it's gonna piss her off. You fucking mark. (laughs) Younger skinny is in the house. She says, Tyler Breeze to replace Max Dupree. Yes. Um, I wouldn't be mad at it, but I would be mad at it at the same time. Uh Tyler Breeze. Needs to fly on his own. I do not need Tyler Breeze being a joke within uh, WWE yet again. That's what he was when he hooked up with Fandango. You know what I'm saying? With the whole Breezango thing. I'd rather not have that all over again. But thanks, Young Rich Skinny. Yeah, thanks for that. Also in the news, we have a one, a G.U. Sir Robertson. Who uh, was on this episode of AEW Dynamite, and we're going to get into his uh, match just a little bit in a little bit, little bit on a little bit, yeah, double up on that if you will. But yes, indeed, Juice Robinson is currently a free agent, so to be uh, he is no he no longer represents the New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Juice Robinson has been with. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling since 2015 after being released from WWE, where he wrestled as CJ Parker. Oh my god, save the earth! Um, competing in the G1 tournament on five occasions despite never winning since his arrival. Robinson has also won championship gold since being with New Japan Pro Wrestling, winning the IWGP Tag Team Championship once alongside former Finn Juice partner Dave Finley. In the IWGP United States Championship on three occasions, Robinson most recently held the U.S. title in June as he defeated John Moxley, who he faced on tonight's episode of Dynamite. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and uh, Will Ospreay in a fatal four-way for the vacant title before having to vacate it himself in June. Despite recently holding one of their main titles, Robinson never revealed. Well, Robinson revealed that he is no longer representing New Japan Pro Wrestling. His words, he says, I am no longer representing New Japan, and I want that to be clear. I carried the New Japan flag for seven years, Robinson said in his interview with Sports Illustrated. I've got no unfinished business there. I sang that song, I danced that dance, and we've gone our separate ways. That's in the rear view mirror. I'm totally free right now. I'll fight whoever, wherever, wherever. And whenever I want, as long as it's the right match against the right opponent and the right night of the week, Uh, Robinson also has arguably uh, one of the most important matches—one of the most important matches of his career coming up on tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite, which he had and we'll talk about. Like I said, when he makes his AEW debut against AEW World Champion John Moxley in a title eliminator match. I hate title eliminator matches. Uh, if Robinson defeats Moxley in their match, Robinson will receive a shot at Moxley's title down the line. Robinson discussed his upcoming match with Moxley. Uh, Dynamite is the hottest show, and I'm wrestling their champ on the hottest night of the week in wrestling, Robinson said. This is the biggest match of my career, and I am ready for it. Yeah, Juice Robinson is over here talking some shiznit. Talking some shiznit. Obviously, his days as CJ Parker in NXT didn't go over so well. And so, uh, yeah, he, it looks like he won't be heading back to WWE, but this is the world of wrestling. Never say never. But Juice seems to be lining himself up for a run in AEW, still repping the Bullet Club. So, you know, maybe he might end up in uh, Impact as well as though we have Bullet Club members over there. Hmm. It's no telling, but we shall definitely see. I know I had one little thing left. For uh, Durshy News, let me see if I can find it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody else who just made their AEW Dynamite debut or debut in AEW and was also seen on this episode. Happens to be Paige, a.k.a. Soraya. Soraya, 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 Syphilis, all the other names that they've been calling her and stuff like that. But she is definitely in the news and about her would be her contract very 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 interesting contract that has some details but not enough details if you ask me uh her first shirt was released something about uh nobody's going to kill her don't know what that's all about but uh yeah it happened but yeah going into The report of her contract last week's episode of AEW Dynamite was hyped up as a grand slam and it delivered some thrills, including the arrival of multi-time WWE Divas Champion Soraya, which I would like to say I had chills and I usually don't get chills. That wasn't spoiled for me. It was actually nice, pleasant surprise. Great shit. Um, the latest update from Fightful shed some light on how long the inaugural NXT Women's Champion, formerly known as Paige, will be working with AEW. Fightful sources indicate that Soraya has signed a three year contract with the company. However, it is unclear at this time if option years are included, which is often stipulated with AEW contracts. Additionally, the, the report claims that the amount of money it was signed Uh, The amount of money it was signed for largely implies that she'll be wrestling in some capacity with AEW, which confused me uh, with her placement on today's show uh, because I didn't think it would be happening. Anyways, with AEW at this time, that cannot be confirmed. But Soraya is scheduled to appear on tonight's show to address the fans. Paige officially departed from WWE and became a a free agent this past July. The reports note that AEW was interested in her as far as SummerSlam weekend, so much so that one unspecified AEW talent believes Sarai didn't need endorsements from the roster since there was interest when she became available. Nevertheless, FIFO notes that several talent within the company put in good words to encourage, encourage Tony Khan to sign her. And now that she's officially on the roster, AEW stars are excited about her joining the company. Soraya last wrestled with the WWE at a live event December 27, 2017, where she suffered a, neck, a severe neck injury in a six women's tag match. She would subsequently announce her in-ring retirement due to several injuries throughout her career on April 18th, 2018, episode of WWE SmackDown, and has not wrestled since. And I would definitely love to see her back in the ring. There's a, been a lot of... Uh, Talk on uh, the Internet, the net of the inter, where a lot of people are just being assholes, being assholes, being assholes, saying that they can't wait to see her get injured and all these other things. And blase, blase, you assholes, please, 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 please do not wish harm upon our uh superstars, such as uh, our heroes, such as uh, P.J savage had a relay to yesterday by the way go check out that episode yesterday it was blazing hot fire hot fire but indeed indeed i think that is all that i have for uh dirt sheet news today so as i sneak up out of the way which i'm sure it won't happen because they are always watching up up jesus Ah. No further questions. No further questions, please. No dirty sheets off. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Jesus Christ. So, uh, Jesus, who is it? Okay. I have to put my phone on silent. That was the buzzery of the buzzery. Um, but, yeah. Without any further ado, I think it's time to sell and no sell some AEW Dynamite. So if we could just go ahead and ring that bell. Oh, man, it sounds so sweet. I got to ring the other bell just to keep it. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is time indeed to sell or no sell AEW Dynamite. So as I go along the card and talk about things that I'm going to talk about and or not talk about, y'all let me know if y'all selling or no selling along with me. Okay, so AW starts off with a a jazzabration. A A -a jazzabration, indeed, if I can say that. The Jericho Appreciation Society comes out dressed in all purple all purple kind of sort of how they like to uh yeah just it, it was it was terrible it was terrible it was terrible there's a little well we'll get to that one in just a second but yeah they came out dressed in all purple yeah nope that's not it there we go there we go yep With the whole appreciate us, you know, the little Roman Reigns slander, acknowledge me, appreciate us, sports entertainer, pro wrestler, all that stuff. uh, Looking like a bunch of Judgment Day offsprings, if I must say so myself. Just, you know, uh, Judgment Day busted they nuts. And uh, yeah, they came out dressed in a H. The Ocho, of which we are to call him now, coming out looking like a bunch of purple people eaters. Uh, purple pizza eaters because they did have some pizzas looking like a fucking bunch of Barneys. Uh, yeah, just just, yeah, the the purple. The, I don't, you know, looking like a bunch of MC Hammer dolls. And for you who do not know of which I speak of, I had one of these. booyah, There's the MC Hammer doll right there. Cannot tell me that he is not a member of the jazz with this purple get up on. I have one of those. uh Yeah, I'm going to just leave that at that. But, yeah, the Jazzers come out and it's a celebration. You know what I'm saying? They got Luigi uh, Primo or whatever his damn dumbass name is. We all know that I hate the pizza guy. I hate the pizza guy so much. Uh, Daddy Magic happened to be uh, the pizza Nazis telling everybody that they're not getting pizza because why not? Uh, I think the what did he say? new york or something about that i don't know but nobody's getting pizza but them so they start eating pizza we got daniel garcia who's a part of this uh part of this thing somewhere in the background holding this championship dressed in purple as well everybody's praising chris jericho it's going well i guess there's a pro wrestling chant for uh daniel garcia chris jericho said that a ring of honor will now be known as ring of jericho and it's uh Sports entertainers forever. He says that uh, he has a gift for uh for my guy Daniel Garcia, which uh, was interesting because I wanted to know what it was. Hands him a box, and in that box was a bucket hat. How damn dumb! How damn dumb can this gift be? Uh, I don't know what Daniel Garcia was expecting. He probably wasn't expecting anything. But Chris Jericho seemed to be very happy about giving him that bucket hat. And that was not the case. Uh, Daniel Garcia was not happy about that bucket hat. Uh, he definitely took it off, threw it on the floor, was just like, no, I'm not doing this. Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson came, comes out and he says, you know, before Daniel breaks the news that he's not, he doesn't want to be a sports entertainer anymore, Jericho. Advises him against that, says to not uh, not to say anything that he would regret because uh, he would pay for it. Brian Daniel Bryanson. Jesus Christ, his name. Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. There you go. Says that he's not telling him what to do, although Chris Jericho is telling him what to do. But he's saying you're grown enough to make your own decisions on what you want to do, what you want to be. Chris Jericho asks him if he's going to be a pro wrestler or a sports entertainer. Daniel Garcia starts going off Chris Jericho says that Daniel Garcia is the is his property. Daniel Garcia disagrees and he says, "You know what? Would it be entertaining if uh if I threw this pizza out of the ring? Would it be entertaining if if I woke up uh the the pizza dude and knocked him out again or whatever? Would it be entertaining if I teamed up with uh Justin Robbins, you know, just trolling around?" Then he asks, "Would it be entertaining if he teamed up with Brian Danielson. Obviously, the crowd went wild. They went nuts and things of that nature. And uh, Daddy Magic and all of them, or whatever, was upset that their party was ruined. Got in the face of uh, Daniel Bryan, said that they wanted to fight. Brian Danielson said that, oh, it's pretty cool that you want to fight because I was just given a notice saying that I could come out here and have a match with anybody that wanted to fight me. And you said that you wanted to fight me. So we get the match of. Brian Danielson versus Daddy Magic. Shout outs to uh Luigi. Luigi the uh Luigi Primo still being knocked out from the punch that uh Daniel Garcia gave him. I wish they would have gave me some some of that pizza. I want some of that pizza, man. All you damn purple people leaders. But yeah, we get the match and I guess it's not really much to talk about because we know who won that match. Obviously Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. But uh, within that match, uh, there was a little bit of interference. So Cesaro came out to make sure, well, my fault, Claudio Castagnoli. I've been doing good for so long without dropping the Cesaro bomb. But uh, Parker was getting involved. So Claudio came out with one uppercut that uppercutted the shoe off of his foot. And then he picked him up and carried him out. Brian Danielson followed that up with a submission for the win. And we move on. Um, do I sell or no sell for the whole purple people eater celebration? Uh, I don't know. I guess maybe perhaps it it was a lot of there's a lot of purple. It was a, a lot of purple. I don't know. Just uh, it was entertaining enough, but it didn't get to where I was looking for it to get. Uh Daniel Garcia hasn't actually made the the decision on being with the Blackpool Combat Club or the Jazz, the Jericho Appreciation Society, but I'm guessing more story development. Uh, If y'all remember a while back, I used to, I was saying that that's what I'd rather have is Daniel Garcia being a part of uh, the Blackpool Combat Club and not a part of anything else, but eh, we'll get that when we get it. There was MJF was supposed to come out and speak to the crowd, but our guy Willard Yuta shot out there very quickly, calls out MJF. Yuta showed more personality than I've ever seen him show, ever. So I'll sell for that. Um, calls out MJF. MJF clearly comes out, talks all the shit in the world as he usually does. Call him, calls himself a 26-year-old multi-millionaire, the generational talent, MJF. Uh, Yuta challenges him to a match and says never Philly can not afford uh, you live in Philly because you can't afford to live in New York He came out wearing a Nets a, a Mets jersey to you know rile up the crowd just a little bit more how MJF does but yeah uh, Yuta got so upset that he came to run into MJF's face but out came the ass boys to protect MJF Willie Uter pretty much stopped in his tracks. I don't know where the rest of the homies is at, but obviously Brian Dennison just got done fighting. Mox has a match coming up. Claudio is still probably carrying uh, Angelo off wherever he carried him. So Yuta was out here alone, but you see the look in Yuta's eyes. The look in Yuta's eyes says, you know what? We'll be back. We'll return to this. So MJF says, that uh New York ain't good enough to hear him say his slogan. So he has one of the ass boys says it. And uh, yeah, that was it for that. But we're getting uh, Yuta versus, uh, what's his name? MJF. There you go. In a match, very rare match. Because you know how we usually don't get to see MJF perform very often. So should be something to look into. Uh, next up, we get that Moxley match. Moxley taking on Juice Robinson. Like I said, Juice, free agent, you know. Let me see something. Why? Look into my eyes. Let's see. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. We get uh, Mox versus Juice. And it was a pretty good match. Pretty, pretty, pretty interesting match. You know, Juice jumps Mox before the match gets started. And then uh, they proceed to have themselves quite a match. They are familiar with each other, obviously, from uh, their New Japan Pro Wrestling days. And uh, Juice being victorious over Mox the last two times that they fought this time. So I guess that was enough to uh, sell disbelief. Uh, but the match was good. Match was damn good. Mox being the three-time and the only three-time AEW champion, there was a lot of ringside action in this match, a lot of spots on the outside. And of course, blood uh, made its way into the match, obviously, as well with Moxley. It's pretty much a, a 50-50 chance that you'll see some blood. He was uh busted open, I think, the hard way this time. And uh yeah, it was very interesting. But Juice Robinson did not get the victory. The very, very lot of near falls, a lot of near falls. Very uh, interesting match. Good enough to uh, check out if you haven't checked it out in some time. But uh, Moxley eventually makes Juice tap, and MJF watches from his box and discuss outcomes. This man right here, Hangman Page, to get in the face of John Moxley, and uh, yeah, words were said and exchanged, and then they start dropping things like they was about to get into it. But uh, your guy MJF was just like, "Hold up, not quite, not just yet. We fit to pause on that. Y'all not fighting to be the champ, the X, Y, and Z. Y'all fighting." to lose to me but uh to his uh his surprise as he turns around there is somebody waiting behind him and it was nobody but the one and only yuda i guess he followed him up to the box and he proceeded to beat and whip the shit out of mjf all into the crowd they almost uh i don't know crowd surfed on uh (laughs) crowd surfed from the top of um the box all the way down but security were able to pull them back up and uh yeah that fight happened and we're getting the match that's coming next week interesting things interesting things uh afterwards we get a hello sunshine from soraya soraya syphilis all type of things of which they called her tonight that being a brick baker but Paige said or soraya said that she is here She was damaged, but she is not broken. She's here to create change and says that she is the revolution. She's always been the revolution and she's here to be a revolution in AEW. She says that this is her house and calls out all of the women to come out to the ring. So as all the women come out, it was pretty much all of the faces. You know, you had Tony Storm, uh, Madison Rain, Willow, uh, Willow Nightingale, Athena, uh, another chick that I'm not. I don't remember who it was. That's the wrong PG. But then uh, I'm like, OK, so all some of the face women come out and she starts to praise them. But that doesn't last long because out comes Britt Baker and her crew with an addition of Pen- 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 Penelope. There we go. Penelope Ford, you know, and I'm like, OK, now we have a a four on five situation. Well, a five on five situation or six on four until Serena Deeb comes out and Paige announces and pretty much goes into business for herself against her former employer saying that, you know, I finally have a boss that uh, listens to me and it's interesting. So she makes the match out to be uh, uh, a lumberjack or lumberjill match. Soraya also says that uh, Britt Baker says that Soraya is nothing but a catchphrase unlike herself, and then goes on to say her catchphrase. Interesting. Go figure. Right. Uh, She dropped some uh, some very unkind remarks about uh, injured necks and neck injuries. And Soraya challenges back and says that uh, Brit rhymes with dick. I'm sure that's what she said, even though they uh, they they blurred it out. But I'm more than sure that that's what she said. But, yeah, she said uh, good to have a boss that listens to her. Soraya was getting very spicy on the mic, but we got a Lumberjills match, and uh, I was expecting to see Paige or Soraya get involved physically, and she did not. She disappeared up the ramp to the commentaries booth, and yeah, um, I was wondering if we would see Soraya get physical, and we did not. Uh, As far as the match is concerned, Tony Storm defending the intern women AEW championship against Serena Deeb. It was a it it, it was an okay match. It was kind of clunky, kind of clunky in transition in spots and places. But um, I think an avalanche power driver went ahead and put an end to Serena Deeb at the end of that match. And uh, Tony Storm goes ahead and prevails. At some point during the match, Jamie, Jamie Hader started throwing hands, and then she ran. You don't start throwing hands and then run. Who who starts, starts swinging and then just, okay, I'm about to run. We'll chase her out of there. But I'm like, I guess that's going to be uh, a match coming up soon. Jamie Hader getting a lot of love from the fans. There was a Jamie Hader chant at one point with Britt Baker saying that everybody's lucky that Jamie isn't getting her, her hands on them or whatever, how that be. But, yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. We then get a cut screen of Andrade and the boys, the boys being private party and uh, is Yeah. Private party and uh, but Blade and Butcher. There's a Blade and Butcher sighting. Uh, They talking some shit. Private party not really liking Andrade and how he's handling business. I forgot that Andrade was even the boss of all of these men signing them all from Matt Hardy. But then uh, Matt Hardy shows up and he tells private party, you know, Andrade is worse than a uh, big money uh, Matt ever could have been. And he apologizes for signing them over and putting them in this scenario, but that they need to just break their contract and fly free. And Matt Hardy says, once you do that, I'll be here with open arms and I won't be money, Mac, uh, money, Mike anymore. I will be money, Matt. Jesus, so many M names. Um, I will not be money mad anymore and I will lead you guys to victory. Uh, So, you know, very interesting, but I'm not intrigued at all. So I'm going to no sell for all of that. But private party does deserve better. Will they get it? We shall see. I have no idea. My guy, everybody who should he should be everybody's guy at this part at this point, Ricky Starks comes out and makes quick work of some guy in yellow trunks. So there, that's it for that. You know, Rochambeau victory. What else did you expect? Nothing more than that. I'm sure of it. Get past that. And it's time for the main event. You know what I'm saying? And I, uh, yeah, we get uh nope, that's not it. Where are we? Where are we? Where is it? We are. Ye? Bandito. One of is uh, Fan, Vayev's former ROH champion. A lot of people know about Bandino. When I see that mask, it kind of reminds me of the girl from a uh, Deuce Big Low, Mel Jigando that had the like the little nose thing going on or whatever. I <laughs> Guess it was a dick nose or a hive or whatever. But that's what I see. That or either a uh, Spy versus Spy from a uh, Mad TV that as well. But Bandino can actually go in the ring and having a match against Mister Purple, Mister Ocho. Uh the ROH world heavyweight champion, or should I say, Ring of Jericho. They had a damn good match. Damn good match. Uh it was familiar. They're both familiar with each other, obviously. So uh for a main event, I wasn't upset at it, you know. Very, very, very hard hidden. Very, very, very hard hidden. There was a moment in time where you see blood coming from uh Bandino's mask. I'm not sure if he ended up with a busted nose. Or whatever the case had been. But uh yeah, damn good match. Interesting. Chris Jericho finally gets the uh, victory after a lot of uh close calls and false finishes, a lot of big moves. It was uh, uh a lot of uh and uh at one point bandino did a, a fall slam, moons a fall away moonsault slam from the top rope, which is very interesting to see. Uh, Bandino goes out there and he puts on a show. But um, Chris Jericho goes ahead and pulls out the victory after that. You know what I'm saying? I just like looking at this uppercut. Like, he really uppercutted the shoes out of him. For those uh, audio listeners that's uh, talking about Claudio Castagnoli. But, um, yeah, Chris Jericho gets the win. And he makes the ring announcer get in the ring. And announce him the winner and then he proceeds to uh hit him with uh what what elbow is that then whatever he calls that shit judas judas elbow whatever judas effect uh he says that ring of honor will be rechristened into his image it's now known as ring of jericho and he's going to demolish every champion that comes about every champion that has been in ring of honor and he is starting with brian danielson offering him a title shot which i'm interested to see how that's going to play out because i do not wish to see the title switch hands that quickly and back and forth in between the blackpool combat club and the jericho appreciation society but at the end of the day brian danielson definitely needs uh well he doesn't need a championship but a I'd be uh, pressed if I said I wanted to see him lose another championship match. But Jericho said that he was going to be beating up every champion, every referee, every ring announcer. So if you have anything to do with ROH, watch out for Chris Jericho because he's putting ROH on the map. Says that in one week he has been more popular than all ROH heavyweight champions combined together as far as being viewed on social media. And, you know, it was a good decision to put the title on Jericho to get more eyes on ROH, more or less not in the words that he shared, saying that nobody knows about ROH because plenty of people do. But, uh yeah, Jericho is just looking to push the narrative of putting ROH on the map and not a bad move from Tony Khan. Uh, I will sell. I will sell for the main event. It was good. I'm cool with it. Next week, we're getting... ROH champion or ROH pure champion Daniel Garcia and Brian Danielson versus ROH world champion Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara for uh, the 3 year anniversary episode of Dynamite. Uh, also on this coming up uh, episode of Rampage, we get the acclaimed with Billy Gunn versus Private Party versus Butcher and the Blade for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Also, we'll see John Silver. Johnny Hungy taking on Roosh. Jamie Hayter versus Willow Nightingale. Guess that's uh, where that giving hands and running is getting off to. We got Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty taking on Fuego Del Sol. I'm guessing that's a win for Lee. It should be. Um, Then we have an appearance from FTW champion. Hook sounds like an interesting show. But, uh, yeah, that is it and all that I have for seller no sell and yeah man AEW dynamite slowly but surely even though uh ratings may say different they're figuring things out and uh announced that they're entering a new beginning and so you know it doesn't seem too bad as i'm looking for the looking at the rating numbers for last week monday night raw had a viewership of almost 1.60 million 0.45 rating nxt had a uh, yeah, not as much, but more than Rampage. <laughs> Coming in second had to been SmackDown, AEW, strong third. So, yeah, uh, not too bad to be in the middle of the road of WWE's show. Well, not really WWE shows, but WWE show and their show. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Wrestling for Wednesday. Again, 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 again. When y'all get a chance and an opportunity, be sure to check out yesterday's episode with PJ Savage. Definitely one to uh, peep out. You know, what I'm as I follow on yeah. And get ready to get on up out of here. You know, I saying? it's been a show. It's been a show, but you already know. It might be the end of the week for us, but we are still here for you. Still here for you. Let me pull up one thing real quick. Uh social media is getting a little crazy as far as things in between PJ Savage and Jay Bougie. Jay Bougie, bro, come on man. Come on, man. This poor ass uh podcast. That's how you feel, bro. That's how you feel? We've been here. So it's all good though. We're gonna we're gonna figure that out and see what's going on. But uh man, the world is uh spinning today because uh we all found out that uh one and only coolio is no longer here with us you know what i'm saying shout outs to coolio good music grand music definitely uh one of my memories of him is when he was on fear factor he went on fear factor and had absolutely no fears no fears whatsoever and won that episode like man always wanted to go on Fear Factor and I looked at him as as an idol of how you just go in there and rip shit up and get shit done also uh, in the world PCW Ultra shout outs to them and everybody connected to Dan Masters passing uh, yeah pretty cool dude pretty super dude Uh, we had the chance to speak with him I think to that nature at a couple of PCW events Very uh, bright spirit Very bright spirit No longer here with us, rest in peace Rest in peace, prayers out to the families Of both individuals Y'all already know how we get down But uh, yeah Wrestling man Wrestling, it has its ups It has its downs Definitely, definitely, definitely But uh, Red Cups out Goes to all of y'all for tuning in, you feel me tuning in to the smart side. And if you are on the smart side or if you're not on the smart side, here's how you join the smart side. Subscribe to Smart Psychology Podcast on YouTube. You feel me? Follow us on Twitter at SmartPsychPod, on Instagram at Smart Psychology, on Facebook at SmartPsychologyPod, you know what I'm saying? For all y'all that love the audio world, follow and listen to us on Spotify, on Anchor. What's up, Anchor? Shout-outs to Anchor. New things coming soon through that. Apple Podcasts as well, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and check us out there and everywhere that y'all be. Comment, like, share, you know what I'm saying, you know I'm saying? It is Skype. Like Join the smart side. And you already know who it is, what it is. It is me. It is I. It is him. Here, me, Chain, chain. You see the money. You see the crown. It's the King, Mac, Millie. And we're going to be at y'all once more again when the week comes back around Sunday. The boys, the smart boys will be right here in town. You know what I'm saying? so, yeah. Otherwise, check in with us on all those social media platforms. We'll be there for y'all. Y'all talk to us. We talk back. And it goes down just like that. Smart Psychology Podcast. We out.